the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. Hello, my friends. I'm Dennis Prager. Thank you for being with me. Wow, let me tell you something. This orange shirt really, really uh, stands out. That oh, Those are the words I was looking for. You can see it at the Salem News Channel. It's where the show is videoed. I've always been ambivalent about radio on TV. But it works. It works with guests, certainly. And some people enjoy watching the person whom they hear. It's a, there are arguments in both directions. I sometimes react to certain things later. My, I've trained myself, and, and like everything else, it's a blessing that comes with a, with a curse. Very few blessings are unalloyed. And that is never to panic. And so very often, not, not always, but often, forgetting personal uh, issues where that, that holds true, a news event will strike me as, as bad, but when I mull it over for a week or even longer, it gets much worse. So I have to choose my words carefully because it is so terrible. The proclamation by Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, that no gas-powered car can be sold, new gas-powered car will be available to be sold in California after 2035, which is in 13 years, that all all new cars will have to be electric. And the announcement, of course, of is it every major car maker now? They're just going to go all electric. Is that is that correct? I'm not sure. Didn't didn't GM? GM has said that. Yeah. They're phasing out uh, Buick as part of that. The, the, well, they're phasing out Buick. Is 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 not the same thing, obviously. They will not make a gas-powered car in 13 years? In thir- 13 years from now, they will not, or even fewer years than that? Is that correct? Let's see here. I'm uh, just uh, trying to fix something, my friends. 
It's not having a good effect. All right, I'm going to have to take my earphones off. Well, there is some sound coming here. Maybe it's coming from my phone. That's what I believe. I'm sorry, everybody, but I... Yes, it is. That's what it is. Jeez, I'm sorry. (laughs) When your phone does its own thing, you, uh... You can go nuts. <laughs> All right. So GM said... So, yeah, GM said what? It would phase out petroleum-powered cars and trucks and sell only vehicles that have zero tailpipe emissions by 2035. Yeah, so... Well, zero tailpipe emissions means gas-powered car, doesn't it? So, please understand how idiotic and destructive all of this is idiotic this is it's truly in the realm of men give birth do you understand that a significant part of the American population and European population can say can be made to say and believe anything anything there is nothing absurd that will not be believed by half the population of Western countries. Nothing. You cannot make it up. You cannot make one up. All electric cars and men give birth are equivalently moronic. Moronic! The electric grid is so crappy in California... It's so weak, it's so underpowered, that right now, right now, I am getting alerts on my phone that I have to use much less electricity to cool my home because we don't have enough power in the electric grid of the largest state in the country in the year 2022 when we sit on reserves of power that could make energy not only abundant but cheap and enable people to live much higher quality of life. But these fanatical crackpots of the environmentalist movement, sick human beings who think they are saving the world and have no evidence about their having saved the world. When people die of weather, to this day it is much more likely to be of cold than of heat. I don't deny that the world is getting warmer. I deny that it is an existential threat. And I deny that it is wise to go to solar and wind. They are going to power a country? Are you crazy? Why do you believe this? You believe it because that's all you've been told. But so what? It's still your responsibility to investigate truth. When the lives of people are being ruined by the idiocy of electric cars. What is going to happen to people in apartment buildings? I'd like to know. Are they going to take turns in powering their car? If the apartment building provides electrical outlets, and where will they put the outlets? Let's say they have five outlets for 500 people in the apartment building. Where do they put the power outlets? Where? There's no room. We're going to line up five cars at a time? Where exactly? In the garage? How many people 
can afford a garage? How many people, how many apartments have enough room in a garage? Do you see how it is, you see in Manhattan, how people line up to find a parking spot and then can't? And then what, they garage their car for as much money as it would cost for them to take a a, a trip to Europe? We can't power, we don't have enough electrical power to power air conditioning or heating, but we will have enough to power tens of millions of cars? Where will that come from? Where will that where will that energy come from? Answer it if you believe the crap of the left. The lies, the gigantic lies that people believe. There is, as I said, nothing that they could say. Nothing that won't be believed. Nearly one in four Democratic voters believe men can get pregnant. A poll. What is WPA intelligence? That's the pollster. Do you know have any idea what that is? No. The online survey conducted by WPA Intelligence found 22% of Democrats agreed with the statement some men can get pregnant. The percentage rose when including women. Oh, when only including women. 36% of white college-educated female Democrats agree some men can get pregnant. Too bad I didn't have this little piece of data when I wrote my article on, on how women are disproportionately ruining this country. Thirty uh, one out of every three college-educated women, women who's a Democrat believes that. To become a Democrat is to believe lies. That is, the, that is the definition of a Democrat. You can be sweet and kind and nice, and you are gullible into a dangerous extreme. Your inability to think critically is frightening, frightening. Some men can get pregnant. Are you out of your mind? Yes, because you went to college and you allow emotions to determine what you believe. (laughs) Wow. Really, I would like to know. I can't come up, I cannot come up with something that Democrats would not believe. I cannot. I'll, I'll, try to, I'll try to come up with something in, during the break. This is the problem the Babylon Bee faces. It tries to make come up with absurdities, but th- there are none left. It's like humor is dead. Yeah, we did a PragerU video. video with Babylon Bee, yeah. Seth Dillon. Yeah. <laughs> the challenge of, of those who write the absurd... I'll be back. The Dennis Prager Show. Dennis Prager here to share a product that can help keep everyone more healthy. Cofix RX. Most of us know that viruses of all types are a part of life. What we don't always know are the right products that could be protecting us. So I'd like to tell you about Cofix RX and its doctor-approved secret ingredient. As a safety measure, many doctors and nurses have been using iodine to swab their noses for decades. Iodine has been in use since 1811. And 96% of us are iodine deficient. 
using Cofix RX antiviral nasal spray with povidone iodine is a smart way to stay healthy. Cofix RX is made right here in the USA. It's simple to use. You spray it up your nose and the iodine destroys germs and pathogens where they multiply in the nasal cavity. Check out CofixRx.com, that's C-O-F-I-X-R-X.com, for a retailer near you, or use the coupon code Prager for 20% off at CofixRx.com. Electric cars, what is being done to the earth to produce these batteries, the child slave labor involved in any one of these? God, do we drown in this stuff. Newsom, who is about as damaging a human being as lives in the United States now, but he's handsome, so it really doesn't matter to most people. The, the, the liberal mind is, is an emotional mind. It's not, and it, it's very taken with looks. Everybody's taken with looks. We're, we're born to take, to be impressed by looks. But I knew it when John F. Kennedy Jr. died, which was a tragedy, obviously. And, you know, guns ablaze on Navy ships, and I don't think he was ever in the Navy. I mean, it was as if we had lost this giant, but he was very handsome like his father, John F. Kennedy. For liberals, handsome men are as powerful as beautiful women are to conservatives funny. It's just a funny thing to, to think. Newsom is, a, is an idiot. The, the fact that he was not recalled just on the basis of his having dined at a restaurant with no mask, it didn't make him a hypocrite. It meant he didn't believe the lie that masks are important. Everybody spell oh, it's hypocrisy, oh, it's hypocrisy, it's hypocrisy. Hypocrisy is, is nothing, nothing compared to to, to partaking in a lie. He knew it was a lie. He didn't want to endanger his own life. He didn't wear a mask, nor did Pelosi, remember, at her, at her hairstylist? They lie and often know it. Masks were BS, total BS. And they knew it because they took it off when they could. But they were called hypocrites. That's the phony falsehood Hypocrisy is almost universal. Nobody's fully consistent with with their highest ideals. They weren't hypocrites. They were liars. They knew masks are worthless. Because the second they could take it off and not be seen, they did so. But it didn't matter. Nothing matters. He's a Democrat. He could do anything. Anything. Electric cars. And now the next one. He's going to sign, apparently he'll sign the bill. Is that correct? Is he poised to sign the bill? That the the despicable Democrats, D is for despicable, that uh, you could lose your medical license if you spread misinformation. We are becoming the Soviet Union in terms of speech. And I will sound the alarm on a daily basis. I've undergone such a rethink about such basic issues in life, and all of it has been bad. I thought Russians had a proclivity toward autocracy. The Tsar 
the commissar, Putin. This country would have a left-wing Putin in a nanosecond. Nanosecond. lose your medical license in California if you say, what's misinformation? You've treated patients and saved their lives with hydroxychloroquine, which at, which at worst does nothing. It's one of the safest drugs in the world. It's on the list of WHO's safest and most, uh, most needed drugs in the world. Likewise with ivermectin described by the lying New York Times, which is redundant, as, what is it, horse? Uh, horse what? What did they call it? Horse dewormer. Horse dewormer. Thank you, dewormer, yes. Sean's been taking dewormers for, for quite some time, actually, and it's, it's got a very good effect. You realize there is nothing a a left-wing government in this country could say or a college or a newspaper that half the country wouldn't believe. They're even prepared to have their children sexualized at the age of five. I don't understand it, I admit. Doesn't a parent want to protect their child? Isn't that like the isn't that like an instinct that runs through the animal kingdom? You protect your child? Well, I guess not. These college educated white women. Yes, a third of them believe men can sometimes give birth. I'm sure it's more than a third. Oh, Democratic, sorry, Democratic. Anyway, it's almost redundant. College-educated white woman is, is likely to be a Democrat. Do me a favor, see what the how college-educated white women voted in the last election. There's no more brainwashed group than college-educated white women. Hmm. It's amazing. If you say a critical thing about women, you're a misogynist. You can talk bad stuff about men, but women are flawless. That's that's the view of the left. Men are flawed, but women are not. Mind-boggling. That, that belongs in the anything pile. <laughs> 2035, what's going to be in California in 2035? We don't have the electrical power for air conditioners, but we'll have them for cars to transport tens of millions of people. Back in a moment. The Dennis Prager Show. History repeats itself, and we're seeing that play out with inflation. When Jimmy Carter took office in the late 70s, gold sold for $140 an ounce. 
By 1980, the price of gold topped out at $870 an ounce. If today's market performs like it did when Carter was in office, the price of gold could skyrocket from $1,800 an ounce to $9,300 an ounce. This is Dennis Prager for AmFed Coin and Bullion. Don't miss out on a great opportunity to purchase precious metals while the prices are still stable. If history repeats itself, we'll see a run on gold, silver, and platinum that will certainly drive up prices. Be smart and buy now, as I am. At AmFed, you're dealing with specialists who provide you with personalized attention, honest information, and sound advice. You'll never be pressured into buying outrageously priced so-called collectible coins or anything that you don't need. Take advantage of today's prices. AmFed Coin and Bullion, 800-221-7694. AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. To the mainstream media. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here. The nature of my radio show has never lent itself to having many people in politics on, not because of any anti-politician nonsense, just it's not the nature of my show. Every so often a very exceptional person runs for office, however. Carrie Lake is running for governor of Arizona. She's exceptional also have a fascinating background with her because she made a beautiful video for PragerU about a year ago. Is that right? About a year ago. Which you can see at PragerU. You'll just get to see her as a, as the real person she is. Carrie Lake, I have a lot of questions for you and thank you for coming. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the show. I, I have goosebumps. Um, I'm so excited, Dennis, to be here because I've been a longtime listener of yours. And I'm just going to be honest, I've been a fan. So hmm. that I'm sitting here, it's, I feel like I finally arrived. Um, it's rare that I'm speechless. So I'll just say <laughs> thank you. you. You really touched my heart. I don't understand Arizona, I guess. Why? Why is it? And if it is close, your race for governor, why is it close, given how wide, how, how well-known you are, and given how what a quality candidate, how has Arizona, at, at, in 2022, become, is it purple, whatever the term would be? What has happened? Well, I don't believe it is purple. I still believe it is red. I mean... You see the polls, Dennis, and they say it's close. I'm up a couple points. But I never see any enthusiasm for my uh, Democrat opponent. I never see any yard signs. We go, um, conversely, we go out to events, and it's packed wall-to-wall with people. We're breaking the fire codes of every building we go to. The people are enthusiastic about a change. They don't want a career politician, a career bureaucrat like my opponent is. And so I don't, I just don't believe the polls. I think that our elections are still pretty messed up here. And um, I think we're going to win uh, in a big way. If, if, the, if the elections are fair, I think we'll win in a big way. If they're not fair, we'll probably eke it out. But we have major enthusiasm on our side. And um, my opponent, Katie Hobbs, who is the Secretary of State who can't run an election well and now wants to run the state, won't even go and do debates with me because she's afraid of me. So I just don't believe those polls that it's that close. This is a new phenomenon, and of course they get away with it apparently because the press supports Democrats, whatever they do. 
this uh, same in Pennsylvania, where this radical Fetterman won't won't debate uh, Mehmet Oz uh, running for the U.S. Senate in Pennsylvania, and now I hear from you that Katie Hobbs won't debate you. How does this sit with the with the Arizona press? Actually, the press has spoken out against it, and I'm. Uh shocked because they have been doing her work i mean they've been they've been carrying her water since the beginning so even they're kind of appalled but you know what it says it says that not only does hobbs not have any confidence in herself or in her policies but everybody in her world around her feels like taking a hit and saying they won't appear in a debate is better than having her appear in a debate she would be so abysmal um, at what uh, at her performance, and she doesn't have any policies that the people want. You know, for example, I've got a border policy where we are going to on day one declare uh, an invasion, and we're going to take on securing our own border. Her policy is let Joe Biden handle it. Well, he's the guy that got us into the mess we're in when he pulled back President Trump's border policy, which was working. Her policy when it comes to education is to undo all the advances we've made in educational freedom. In Arizona, thanks to our great legislature, we now fund the student and not the system. She wants to keep people trapped in failing schools and not give them options to go to either parochial schools or charter schools and get help paying for it with the money they're paying into taxes. Uh, her policies are just abysmal. I have a policy to deal with the homeless crisis, and all she can do is criticize it, but she offers no plan. So I, I, I have to take a break. I want you to tell me, or think about this during the break. You may, you may not even need one, I'm, I'm sure. But I distinguish between liberals and leftists. Liberals elect leftists, but they don't have the same values. Is Katie Hobbs a liberal or a leftist? I'm going to leave you with that question. We're going to come mm. back in a moment. Okay. Carrie Lake, a, a, a blessing in this country, running for governor of the state of Arizona. My Pillow is having their biggest sheet sale of the year. You all have helped build My Pillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO, wants to give back exclusively to his listeners. The Percale and Giza Dream bed sheet sets are available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're all on sale for as low as $29.98 with our listener promo code. Order now because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale and Giza Dream sheets are breathable and have a cool, crisp feel. They come with a 10 year warranty and a 60 day money back guarantee. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 800-761-6302, use the promo code Prager, or go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use the promo code Prager. Hi everybody, Dennis Prager here with a truly impressive woman, Carrie Lake, running for governor of Arizona. So I left you with a question, because I, I actually wrote a, a piece, one of my columns this past year was 32 questions to ask your brother-in-law to determine whether he's a liberal or a leftist. For example, if you do you believe in an all-black dormitory, do you believe that's a good thing? Uh, liberals think that racial integration is good, leftists think racial segregation is good. 
So, so uh, there are many. That's my one of my you know examples. So is Katie Hobbs, uh, in in your view, your opponent, is she a liberal or a leftist? Well, she's a leftist, absolutely. She has socialist tendencies, and she thinks that the policies that have been put in place by people like Joe Biden and Gavin Newsom in California are good policies. I mean, think about what's happening in California. I think you live there, Dennis, where they're saying you have to have the electric cars, but then they're telling people don't charge your electric cars because we don't have the electricity to do that. These are just crazy policies. But the the example you just gave with the... Um, these racially segregated dorms. I mean, can you believe we're even in this moment in our history after what we've been through in history? The the left constantly calls conservatives racist, but my opponent is actually a convicted racist. Two juries convicted her unanimously of racism and sexism in discriminatory hiring when she was at our legislature. She hired a staffer, a, a woman of color, paid her less than she paid her male counterparts, and when the woman found out about it, this is a true story, when this lovely woman found out about it by reading about it in the newspaper where they had laid out what everybody's salary was down at the Capitol, she found out she was making less than her male, white male counterparts. This is on the Democrat side, by the way. And it wasn't just a little bit less, she was making $30,000 less. She complained to my opponent my leftist opponent, and rather than do the right thing and remedy it and apologize and make it right, she fired her. So this woman, uh, Talonia Adams, uh, sued her, rightfully so, and won in two courts. She won two unanimous jury uh, rulings, and now the people of Arizona are paying nearly $3 million for my opponent's settlement in racial and sexual discriminatory hiring practices. It's really unbelievable that the Democrats would even put this woman on the ballot. Hmm. I keep reading that re- that Democrats are raising more money, Democratic candidates, than Republican because uh, th- it's never added. I'm giving the because because the Democrats are the party of the rich. Just a fact. And uh, what is the story in the gubernatorial race in Arizona? We haven't gotten our latest um, quarterly reports out. We're doing quite well, and what we're doing is amazing. We have probably more. I know more in Arizona history than any other campaign in Arizona history on the number of donors. I think we're close to or maybe surpassed 40,000 donors. That's that's an outrageous number, huge. But these are small donors. These are $100 donors, $20 donors, $300 donors. Typically, you get thousand. Like my opponent, uh, my uh, previ- the previous governor when he was running, his average donation was fifteen hundred dollars. My average donation is just over a hundred dollars. That's so fascinating. That's truly real people, right? So uh, I assume the teachers' unions are in in your opponent's corner. Absolutely. I mean, uh, that she actually uh, has their endorsement, Randy Weingarten, and. And she's for everything, therefore, which is teaching our... She actually, my opponent, voted to start sex education in kindergarten. In kindergarten. And this isn't just the birds and, birds and the bees talks, but what they're teaching is outrageous. She is for abortion up to and after birth, which it's hard to believe, but she voted against a bill that would have, if a baby survived an abortion, would have prevented giving that baby any medical help 
just leaving it to die on a cold metal tray. This woman is a monster. She's the most radical uh, Democrat running, I believe, in the entire country. And we cannot let her win this race in Arizona. Our border will never be secure. Our children will never be properly educated. You know, one of the things I think that is beholden to us to do for our children is make sure if they're going to spend 13 years K through 12 education that they come out for it prepared for the world. I want to start offering job training, vocational training, skills training right there in high school after the 10th grade. Not every kid wants to go to college, nor should they. And we need to have them prepared for the skills and the jobs that are out there. And we can do that in high school, and we plan to do that here in Arizona. So how, how do people contact you? Uh, they can reach me at carrylake.com, K-A-R-I-L-A-K-E.com. And you can see where I stand on all the issues. I'm a little bit different um, for a politician because I don't really consider myself a politician. I'm just a citizen who right. stepped forward when the people of Arizona asked me to run. And so I lay every issue out where I stand on every issue, and you can see it right there on my webpage. And I want to tell you, Dennis, before we leave, because I don't know if we're wrapping this up, yeah. I appreciate you. You help make parenting easier for my husband and myself because we had a rule in our house if my son wanted to play video game for a few hours he had to watch three or four prager you videos and we would pick two and we'd let him pick two and then we would talk about it at dinner and it really helped and my daughter the same way it really helped us counteract some of the brainwashing that was going on in school and help them understand the issues in a better way so i thank you for prager you I encourage all parents out there to do the same. If you're going to let your kids uh, have a privilege of playing video games for a few hours or, or, or going out with their friends, make them sit down and watch a couple of PragerU videos. I'm speechless. <laughs> Thank you, and please know that if if you need uh, you need help, and I don't I don't know what I could do, but I really look to you as hope for this country, not just for Arizona. So good luck and God bless. Thank you so much, Dennis, and thanks for having me on. Yes. Some people, folks, will uh, will give you hope because this is, these are dark, dark times in the United States of America and the Western world, and Carrie Lake is one of them. Are you listening, Doctor? Yes, yes, yes. Go on, go on. Dr. Fussbend. Actually, it's Fassbender, but he calls him Fussbend. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. The Male Female Hour is the second hour of the show. If you can't hear all three hours, there is a solution. There are many solutions. You can hear my show at DennisPrager.com, or you can go to PragerTopia and hear the show anytime you want and commercial free pragertopia.com p-r-a-g-e-r-t-o-p-i-a aport regarp no apot regarp I learned how to say words backwards in sixth grade I was so bored in class that I read every sign in the room backwards. There's a piece of trivia that I don't know if I've shared before. Hi, everybody. Great to be with you. 
honest talk about men and women, really honest talk. Yes, I don't idolize either sex. There are terrific women and terrific men and awful men and awful women. That's the way it works. The trick is for the awful to marry the awful and not intermarry. And for the terrific to marry the terrific. It's when the awful and terrific get married that sadness occurs. By the way, it doesn't mean two terrific people will necessarily have a, a successful marriage. Many things go into a successful marriage. So welcome to the male-female hour. I have been roundly attacked, which means nothing to me. And that's not true. It means something to me. I take it back. That was, I know what I meant to say, but I didn't say it accurately. I've been roundly attacked for my last column on how women are doing disproportionately large amount of damage to this country, and specifically in what they're doing to children, with 70 75% of teachers female, 92% of kindergarten teachers female, and 85% of librarians female. And if you think that... It, Elementary school teachers are doing a service to five, eight, five and eight-year-olds by talking to them about being non-binary, that there are more than two sexes. Why the word sex should even enter a discussion with a five-year-old or an eight-year-old from a teacher? I was always against sex education. Decades. It was a good example of simply usurping parental authority. You parents, you're basically a contemptible bunch of morons. We teachers are the enlightened ones. We will tell your children about the most intimate aspects of life. Your, your role is to support us teachers. That's it. That's your only role as a parent. That is the, most teachers' views, certainly in urban centers, of, of parents. You're a pain in the ass, parents. Get the hell out of my way. I'm raising your child. You're a nuisance. That's the view. That was the view of the Democrat running for governor of Virginia. Was it Terry what? McAuliffe. Terry McAuliffe. Whew. Thought that such a man could be a governor of a state. And uh, he may have lost the election with that comment. This Youngkins turned out to be terrific, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, who the hell are you, parents? By the way, it is a perfect, perfect indicator that a movement is authoritarian and even totalitarian by looking at its view of parenthood. Every single police state undermines the authority of parents. All the totalitarian movements and every cult undermines parental authority. Hence my current belief that honor your father and mother might arguably be the most important of the Ten Commandments. I alternate, but it's a biggie.
So now we return, as it were, to specifically male-female. And part of my... Oh, I was telling you, you know, this is important because I wrote this about women and I've been roundly attacked. I'm going to play a, a big attack next hour, by the way. And what it does to me is it says the level, the intellectual and moral level of those who hate me is very low. And they have a, it has a very, very salutary effect on me reading or listening or watching the haters. If these are the people that differ with me, I must be right because of their low intellectual and moral level. It seems that you could say anything about men, but you could say nothing negative about women. This has been a... All of my life, that has basically been. I have not lived long enough to remember a time where critical things can be said about both sexes. If you criticize men, you're enlightened. And if you criticize women, you're a misogynist. That's the way it works. I'd like to ask these people, though they announced they would not come on my show, they're afraid, I don't blame them. And, uh, but I would like to ask them, is there, is there anything that you could think of to criticize women? Since we know you're against toxic masculinity and you are against uh, male aggression, which I am too, male predatory sexual behavior, which I am also opposed to. And these can be said with no consequences. But if you say about women that they're disproportionately hurting children, then uh, you are a misogynist. Okay. So I want to offer today's subject. Did you raise your daughter, or are you raising your daughter to control herself? You certainly raised your boys to control themselves. No hitting anybody. Treat women decently. Let's hope you raise them anyway. I assume most of my listeners would would have, or did, or do. And what about what about girls? If you're a female, were you raised by parents who told you to control yourself, to fight your emotional nature, which women have, just like men have an aggressive nature. By the way, a lot of men as well are emotionally driven. There's no question about that. But there's got to be a reason why more women say men give birth. I read this poll to you earlier. Why do more women than men say men give birth a a completely non-factual non-biologically accurate lie because of it's an emotional statement we want to reach out to transgendered uh, males biological females who say that they are men now they don't say transgendered men give birth They say men give birth. 
that's the, that's the key to their lie. If they said transgendered men give birth, okay, one can have a discussion. So my question is, did you raise your daughter differently than your son with regard to self-control? Were you raised differently? 1-8 Prager 776. Hello everybody, Dennis Prager here, male, female, hour. What do you think of my theory that we, that society for at least two generations has raised boys to control themselves, their nature, if you will, more than it has taught girls to taught their, to, to control their nature? That's the question. Do you raise your girls differently in that way? Have you, have you raised them? Every, every boy in, in, a, in anything approaching a normal home has been told to control himself. And whatever terms the parents might use, control your nature control yourself have girls been taught that my my belief is not that most have not that there is an inherent belief that boys are worse than girls and that they therefore have to control their nature more than girls do that's the uh, I think that that's the dominant belief or has been I can think of no other explanation for the number of women, disproportionate number of women, who take positions that are emotion-based. And the the issue of non-binary children is the prime example. Far more women want to talk to eight-year-olds about their not being comfortable with their gender. There are consequences to the way we raise people. If you don't raise boys to control themselves, you'll have more violence. If you don't raise girls to control themselves, you will have more radical ideas in play. Radical ideas are emotion-based. Let's, let's have compassion for all these kids. Girl is 18, says that she wants her breasts removed. More women are likely to support that decision than men. Is that fair to say? If it's not fair to say, call me. I don't have an agenda other than telling the truth. It's, I've long ago established that I don't think either sex is better. Or at least I'm not a fan of, of either sex, so to speak. They have their different flaws and they have their different blessings. My deepest belief is that they need each other. I knew there was something wrong with feminism in college because that's when... It really blossomed in the 70s. And that phrase that I so often cite, a woman without a man is like a fish without a bicycle, 
That's when that phrase took root. Girls were taught that they didn't need men. You know, that's a great subject. We should do that on the male-female hour. Do women need men? Everybody knows men need women. That's a good example, anyway, of what I'm talking about now. Most people will say men need, a man needs a woman. You, you try to say on a college campus, a woman needs a man. You will call, be called patriarchal, whatever the hell that means. Just a, a misogynist, deprecator of women. A man needs a woman, but a woman needs a bicycle. Yeah, that's it. A woman needs a career. So back to my original question. This, by the way, is not unrelated what I just said. It's like women women's nature is so wonderful, they don't need a man, they don't need to they don't need self-control. They're just terrific. That's one belief. It's it's pretty widespread. And don't they say, by the way, I didn't have a daughter, but don't they say about men with daughters? Oh, she's got him wrapped around her uh, little finger, and when she's five. And I and I, since I didn't raise a daughter, I, you know, I feel maybe maybe that would have happened to me. I don't think it would have happened to me. But uh, obviously, I can't I can't prove it. But the. Nobody says about a boy he has his mother wrapped around his finger or his father wrapped around his Isn't that interesting? You never hear that, ever. I have never heard that once. So it's clear that there's a an implied notion that girls need much less discipline than boys. They're just little sugar cups. (laughs) I'm I'm laughing at myself, just for the record. A sugar cup. Never heard that phrase. We have sugar cups working on the show. Sean is a sugar cup. It's a beautiful thing, Sean. Sugar bowl. Mm. Interesting, interesting thought. One eight Prager seven seven six. The raising of girls as different from boys because they don't really have to fight their nature. And I gave you all these proofs. I think that's an interesting one about the girl who has daddy wrapped around her finger when she's five years old. But you never hear that about a boy. Girls need as much discipline as boys. Every bit as much. If you want to raise a good woman. And I always note, you're not raising a boy or a girl, you're raising a man or a woman. They stay boys and girls very little, a very small proportion of their life. 
Uh, Brian, Woodland Hills, California, has three daughters. Okay, take it away. Okay, Dennis. Well, first, thanks for all you do. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, I listen to you all the time. I pretty much am in agreement with you. I have three daughters and a wife, and I'm always trying to get them to fight their emotions. Um, it's a constant struggle. As you say, the society's a... Boys, it's easier to maybe say you've got to control your aggression. Uh, this emotion thing's really hard, and my wife's not always totally in agreement with me in my efforts. Hold on, I'm very interested. I, I do. I want to talk to you. I, I. This is an interesting call. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. Last week, I wrote a column that women are disproportionately hurting the society. It's a fact, unless you believe that what the left is doing is a good thing. If you think that children should be introduced to uh, drag queens when they're five years old, if you believe that children should be told they're non-binary or that non-binary is normal and that they'll choose their gender and talk to them about sex uh, at such young ages is good, then you should be a big fan of women. But if you think damage is being done and that women are more susceptible to these emotional outbursts, I gave you the poll today, the the group that is most likely to say men give birth is white, higher educated women. That is the group most likely in the entire country to say that. Okay, so obviously there's a there's an issue. But for the left, you can't say anything negative about women, only about men, just as you can't say anything negative about any racial or ethnic group other than whites. So we live in a world of lies and denial of reality as a result. So I'd like you to hear the 10-minute mockery, or if you will, drop the word, response, that's better, of a left-wing popular podcast called The Young Turks, A Man and a Woman, although that's my inference. They did not declare their preferred pronouns, I'm sure they do. I want you to hear the moral and intellectual level of what goes for discourse on the left. So, take it away. You can watch it, by the way, at the Salem News Channel. You can watch my show, which is not the most valuable to see me, but to see the videos that we put up as we are right now. But for the vast majority of you are listening, and it's just as fine. Here goes. As if stripping women of their bodily autonomy and rights to make decisions about their own bodies wasn't harsh enough, Dennis Prager has put out an op-ed in uh, a publication known as The Daily Signal to say, "Mm, women really need to control their emotions, and uh, here's how I propose they do it. So uh, he starts by talking about, listen, there are some differences between men and women. Okay, it's important for us to make sure we raise good boys so they don't turn into 
rapists and criminals, but we've been ignoring the women. Equally we've important. been ignoring the women, and it's equally important. I mean, they're not more predisposed to be criminals and rapists, but they've got those emotions, and we've got to control that. Mm -hmm. So he writes, as I've been telling parents for many years now, they need to teach their daughters to control their natures just as much as they teach their sons to do so. Specifically, girls have to learn to control their emotions. Let's pause for a second. To be fair, right-wing men are known for being very calm individuals. I mean, mm -hmm. Donald Trump. Okay, so hold, hold on a second. I'll, I'll, I'll. Until now, despite the, the mockery of tone, it was completely accurate. So they quote me accurately, which is more than I could say for most the left-wing sources. And the response to my claim that women, girls need to be taught to control their emotions, just as boys are, are of need of self-control, the response, there's no response to that, at least not yet. The response is that Donald Trump doesn't control his emotions. That's what we call a non sequitur. First, it's, this is, by the way, an example of Trump derangement syndrome. Leftists think about Donald Trump more than his... They may think of him more than his wife does. There's just not, no, no statement about their relationship. They are obsessed. W what does Donald Trump have to do in any way? As soon as you point to one person, it, you can't make any generalization if you point to one person. If you say basketball players are tall... But there is a guy who's, isn't he 5'9"? Isn't there some major star who's like 5'9 or 5'10"? And, and so do you use him to negate the point that overwhelmingly basketball players are tall? No. Okay, continue. If there's one thing Trump is known for, yeah. it's keeping his head cool, never having any meltdowns. He's just... An unemotional, straight to the facts kind of guy. Mm -hmm. Let me continue. He writes, just as wait, the so male that's it. Wait, wait, wait. So that was it. That was the response. Donald Trump. So yes or no? Do girls have to be taught to control their emotions, young Turks? Okay, continue. Sexual drive and violent impulses can overwhelm their conscience and their ability to think and act rationally. Emotions can do the same thing in girls and women. Overwhelm their conscience and their ability to think and act rationally. If you think that's bad, I'm just getting started, okay? A little, little tippy tip of the iceberg. So hold on a moment. So, again, there's no response. You know, I, I did watch it once, and I didn't I just in order to decide whether to play it on the radio. I'm glad I am. So... My points are made very clearly. You can say they're wrong and then say why they're wrong. But Donald Trump and, and you, this is the tippy tip of the iceberg are not responses. Okay, continue. 
at least two generations of parents, especially among the well-educated, because of course they got to trash education because they love Okay, so let me make something clear because this is always done by the left. We don't trash education. We trash education institutions. It's It's a demagogic, dishonest statement. I am extremely highly educated and I'm not atypical of conservatives. I, I suspect I could run rings around both of these characters in terms of knowledge. We love education. That's why we have contempt for Yale, because it has contempt for education. If our schools educated students, we would be in the forefront of its admirers. Just, just to make the big distinction between education and educational institutions. Please continue. Population they can expo- exploit. Did not teach many of their daughters to control their emotions and think rationally. The result is that women are disproportionately active in doing damage to our society. Just, it's the women, guys. It's the women with their emotions doing the damage in society. Okay, so I just for the record, in my I don't remember, I don't know. If, I think they do go on to quote the statistics. I back this up. Teachers are damaging children in the millions. Okay? If you don't agree with me, then the whole supposition falls. What teachers are doing to little kids today in sexualizing them, in teaching them that America is a racist institution, the country was founded in 1619, and the gigantic lies and and, and distortions in education, 75% of school teachers are female, 92% of kindergarten teachers are female, 85% of librarians are female. So if you think that the kids are getting a terrific education, women are doing a particularly good job in our society. If you think they're given a rotten, distortive education filled with lies and, and early sexualization, then women are doing a disproportionate amount of damage. Okay, continue. Disproportionately. Yeah. So I was wondering, like, is he going to get to some specifics here? Like, what is he talking about? What are they doing? Um, and uh, I do uh, get to specifics. Dirty bombs. What are they doing? Disproportionately. So he did mention specific people he's against, right? Like, or professions he's against, but he didn't give specific data to back up what he's saying. He says American schools teach less and indoctrinate more than ever before. Big city public and most private schools, oh, he's going after private schools too, are damaging young Americans to an extent in ways no one imagined just a few years ago. Young children are prematurely sexualized. And who is facilitating all of this? I've been feeling this way. Hi, everybody. I am Dennis Prager. That was the name I was assigned. Now, that's true. You are assigned a name, but you're not assigned a sex. Well, you are, by God or nature. So I'm playing for you the the intellectual response of the young Turks. I don't even mention their names because they're interchangeable. It's like Joe Biden. He's of no interest to me. The left is of interest to me. If these people were absconded by extraterrestrials, two other young Turks would say the exact same thing. So the, the individuals don't matter.
So they're mocking, they think, my column on the disproportionate damage women are doing in this society. I gave you the example just published today, or just I just saw today from this past week. The group most likely to say men give birth is highly educated white women. There you go. So they're now reading from my column. They skipped the part on uh, Drag Queen Story Hour. Maybe even for them, it's indefensible to take five-year-olds to celebrate men wearing women's clothing. We continue. That's it. I One mean, more. Of course, he didn't mention Matt Gates. In virtually every case, a woman. 92% of kindergarten teachers are women. 75% of all teachers are women. And 85% of librarians are women. Good job in giving us statistics on what percentage of uh, these, you know, professions attract female workers. But mm-hmm. can you can you provide the data for the sexualizing children part I, of it? I did because actually. She didn't none. read it. Mm-hmm. There is none. Wait a minute. So this is important. This that's about as important a thing as she said. Uh, the the man is obviously a prop, but uh, it, it is very important. This is what's called, what is the term? Gaslighting. This is gaslighting. We sexualize your children, and then when you say we sexualize your children, we go, what, are you, what the hell are you talking about? What? Of course we should talk to five-year-olds about men in drag. Of course we should talk to them about non-binary. Of course we don't call them boys and girls in class, because we don't divide our students between boys and girls. There are there are boys and there are kids in our class who don't think they're a boy or a girl, and then you say that that's what they do, and they go, "What's he talking about? Where's the data? Where's the data?" So I I, I have no answer to my age-old question: Do these people lie, knowing they are, or not? My suspicion is that most of the time. They are not consciously aware of the fact that they're telling a lie. Go ahead, please. Well, so wait, his thinking is emotional women, because that's what emotions do to women, right? Whenever I get emotional, the first thing I think about is what? In, in his mind, is that what happens to you, Dennis Prager? When you get emotional, is the first thing that comes to mind, hey, I need to sexualize some children? Is that because you have this on your mind? Well, he thinks it's very common and he thinks it's very common. It's, it's widespread, sweeping the nation. I want to know why it Dennis is, is thinking about nation. sexualizing children. I think that's okay. a great question. Uh, yes, it's a great Maybe. question. Hold on, this is deep, folks. It's like saying, why do homicide detectives think of homicide? They must be wanting to commit murder, right? That's exactly the analogy is perfect. Ah, it's homicide detectives, they think about murder. This is deep stuff, my friends. This goes for deep on the left. This is the Young Turks. Continue, please. Maybe he'll let you on his network to talk about that. Not interested. Um, okay, that yeah, was another great points. moment. I'm interested. I hereby announce I will go on your show, and you are invited to come on my show. My dear friends, if you're betting people, 
you know where you place your bet. But I hereby announce, and I always treat adversaries very respectfully, I will happily go on your program, and I will have either of you on mine. No chance. She announced it in advance, lest it be taken seriously. God forbid, have a dialogue. It's for the same reason that we established earlier. There won't be a debate in Arizona between the two gubernatorial candidates because because uh, Carrie Lake would would, would uh, morally and intellectually destroy the Democratic opponent. Fetterman, this the the biggest crackpot running on the Democratic ticket anywhere, Senate in Pennsylvania. A truly dangerous fool. And he won't debate Mehmet Oz. He says because he had a stroke. But he goes around the states lecturing. But he doesn't have the strength to debate. Overwhelmingly, it is Democrats who refuse to debate, just as it's leftists who refuse to debate. Continue, please. Amazing stuff there. Uh, first of all, glossing over, he, he like he understands that if he says women are disproportionately damaging, the obvious counterpoint is, uh, I kind of feel like guys do a lot of the murdering and the raping and the robbing and all of that. And so he gets out in front of that and he's like, yes, men often feel homicidal rage, but in the same way, women can't control their emotions. And then what is the result of that? He's really not specific. I guess the result of that uh, is uh, that uh, you uh, might be a librarian in a building where there's a book that's sensitive concerns. No, 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 no. You might be a librarian who hosts drug, drag, drug queen, drag queen story hour. I said nothing about books. I talked about drag queen study hour, which you guys did not quote. Continue, please. So largely it's the same thing. I guess, I guess it's the same. He's very worried about schools indoctrinating kids. He's literally the namesake for PragerU. That's not a real school, but does create propaganda videos okay, online. Okay, hold on. It is a real school. It's as real a school as exists in the United States of America at this time. Back in a moment. Well, the perfect timing, the final segment here. This has actually been, in an odd way, a fun hour. This is what this is the a popular. This is a, if this if this were a an an unpopular in the sense that nobody really watched it or listened, I wouldn't have played it. Young Young Turks is well known on the left. This is what they have. Deep stuff, eh? Boston Children's Hospital is ruining children's lives on the gender issue and their response is not to even answer the charge but to say that they got a bomb threat. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. Anybody who calls in a bomb threat should be arrested in my opinion. But what does that have to do with the charge? Continue, please. In reality, but they've been dealing with nonstop threats because of people like Dennis Prager claiming that they're mutilating children when they're not. When they're not. And by the time someone's an adult, okay, I would kindly ask 
people like Prager to shut up and stay out of people's business. Yeah. Right. So we should shut up about healthy girls at 18 uh, getting hysterectomies and mastectomies if they mastectomies if they say that they are boys. We should shut up about it. That, by the way, is in a nutshell what the left has always believed about those who differ with them. They should shut up, or we will shut them up, which is what they've been doing now for years in shutting up people who dissent. It's called hate speech. We won't publish you. We won't hire you. We will fire you. Misinformation and hate speech are the labels. We shouldn't even talk about this explosion in young women saying that they're boys. It's a completely natural and healthy phenomenon in society, according to the left. We're almost done. Continue, please. Walt's decision about his or her own body should only be his or her own decision. It's not Dennis Prager's freaking business to discuss what he thinks an adult should do with his or her body. Well, or what they should be allowed to do. Or because what they should be. He's not, not just opining. He's he wants creep. the law to determine what you can do. He wants to yes, set it in a way that. The law concerns minors. That's correct. I have never, no conservative is banning this for people of adult age. Continue he is comfortable with based on his misinterpretation of ancient religious dogma. That's it. That's what he wants. Oh. And he's not done. One final excerpt from this. Uh... Ancient <laughs> religious dogma. I forgot that. Oh, I thought we came to the end. Thanks for listening, everybody. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, Every single day, become a member of Pragertopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at Pragertopia.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.